listening to the Illinois Realtors Weekly Podcast, keeping you up to date with all the latest news in the realtor world. I'm Jeremy, and today we have a very special episode for you. Recently, we sat down to record multiple legal update sessions with Betsy Urbans, our general counsel and VP of legal services, and Vicki Munson, our legal hotline attorney, to update you on the latest legal issues facing the real estate community. Over the next couple of weeks, we will be releasing these sessions over this podcast, videos, and blog posts, but today we're bringing you their conversation about a new vacant property scam. It is vital information that will help you avoid this new scam and keep your business safe. So without any further ado from me, here is Betsy Urbans and Vicki Munson from a portion of the latest Illinois Realtors legal update. Another um, issue that we've been alerted about, and I have written on it and spoken about it in the past, was the vacant land scam. And this is the one where a criminal will pose as typically an out-of-town seller, and it's usually for a vacant lot or an empty property. Um, And they will have falsified documents prepared, closing documents, and of course the money would be wired to this criminal that's posing as a seller before anybody even realizes what happens. Now this was typically done more so with FISBOs, but now these criminals are getting a little more savvy and they're involving real estate agents in the deal and they're it's to sort of try to add a layer of legitimacy to these scams that they're running. And not only are they finding real estate agents to involve in this, a lot of these scammers will try to get some of our newer licensees to do this under the guise of, hey, let's get your business up and running. I saw you're new. I'd like to help you get established. And they start promising that they have all these properties that, you know, that they're going to give them a lot of business on. So that's what they're doing as well. They're being um, very sneaky about it. So some of the red flags we would tell folks to look out for um, for these you know, fake sellers would, of course, be the seller usually can never meet in person, and all the communication is done via phone and email. Um, The seller will usually spin some sort of tale about a dire situation or some kind of family crisis, and of course, tell you that they need cash as soon as possible. Now, everybody wants cash as soon as possible, so that's not terribly unusual. (laughs) Um, But there's usually some major drama. Um, surrounding their situation. And then they're also very eager to list the property for below market value, and they're really going to push for cash offers, which, once again, usually folks enjoy a cash offer. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think you have to look at all of these sort of red flags together um, that might raise your suspicion. A lot of times their email or their phone number or their contact information is from another country. They don't really appear interested in having a buyer provide any earnest money, or they'll accept an unusually low amount of earnest money. Um, Sometimes the photo ID, if they even provide one, if you know to ask for one, that photo ID can be very difficult to view or illegible. Um, They don't really return any paperwork timely or at all, and they don't really seem interested in fulfilling the terms of the contract or any of the details in the contract, except, of course, getting to the closing and getting their money. Um, Their money. Their money. (laughs) Quote, I'm using air quotes, their money. Um, And then, of course, they'll be difficult. They'll be aggressive. They'll use angry and pushy language directed at the broker, and it's just to try to get the deal to go through. 
So they are they can be difficult to deal with overall. Um, some things that you folks can do to try to, I don't know, kind of sniff out these bad guys is, you know, be skeptical. And especially when you're dealing with a person solely through electronic communications that you don't know, you have no contact with, you have no prior relationship with. So just ask questions. You have to do it. It's for, you know, and if they push back, that's usually a bit of a warning sign as well. But if they do just say, hey, I've got to get this information for my file or my office needs it. Um, when you're talking with this seller, ask them for detailed information about the property or maybe the neighborhood. You know, try to ask them questions that only they would know, that it's not public information that somebody could just find off of the internet or public records. You could also request copies of documents that only an owner, a real owner, would possess. And that might be utility bills or maybe closing documents from when they bought the property. So that could be, you know, a survey or the prior title insurance policy. Try to independently research the owner, and this can be kind of difficult if the owner, you know, has a very common name. Um, you can request that photo ID, um, and hopefully it's legible. Um, another thing you could do would be maybe request an in-person meeting, which might be impossible, especially if they're on the other side of the world, but how about a virtual meeting? And at that meeting, then, you could say, hey, I need to see you hold up your ID, um, and, of course, be ready for the litany of excuses. I'm, I can't do this because I'm in a different time zone, or I'm very, very busy. I don't have time to have a meeting with you. So those would be another red flag for you. Um, you could also contact the listed property owner using a verified phone number if you could find it. So this would be, you know, the public records say, you know, Jane Doe is the owner. Well, what's the address on the property tax bill? Could you send maybe um, a letter via overnight mail or certified mail just confirming, thanks for reaching out, I'm listing your property. Um, and if it does indeed get to the actual owner, then they would hopefully reach out to you and say, hey, I haven't contacted you. That's somebody else <laughs> that's trying to sell my property. Um, if it gets further down the road and you're proceeding to closing, you know, you'd always, of course, want to try to make sure that a seller doesn't arrange their own notary. And this is more, I guess, towards, you know, the title company or closing company would be handling some of that. Um, of course, if you're rep representing a seller, they typically would have an attorney preparing those documents. So hopefully the attorney would be adding another verification layer to making sure we've got the true seller of a property here. But where um, these things proceed to the end game is that, of course, the seller says, just email me or overnight me the documents and I'll take care of getting them notarized and sent back. And of course, they've got a bogus notary or they're posing as a notary and sending you back all these uh, falsified documents. So if possible, use trusted attorneys and title companies in regards to the preparation and exchange of closing documents and funds. And even still, some local recorder's offices, and this will differ throughout the state, they may offer a fraud alert that uh, folks can sign up for so that if any documents are recorded against their property, um, they would get a notification of that. So just something for our members to be careful of as they proceed here. Um, Especially, you know, people always want business. If somebody contacts you, of course, you want to get that listing, but just be wary that these criminals are getting savvy and um, they are starting to prey on some of our real estate agents. It's almost like no matter what, you always want to 
just really do your homework and make sure, especially with just the proliferation of electronic communications and just you really want to do your homework and find out that all the the players in your game are real exactly <laughs> not just players in exactly. your in some weird game So there you have it. We hope that portion of the new legal update gives you a good sense of what this new scam is and how to avoid it. But wait, there is more. If you want to know any more or perhaps even pass some of this vital information on to your colleagues, we at Illinois Realtors have developed a brand new PDF resource to help make sure you remember what to look for to avoid these scams. Uh, You can find this new resource in the toolkit portion of the Your American Dream page at www.illinoisrealtors.org slash your American dream slash members. And again, there'll be a big menu bar at the top and you will see the words toolkit. Just click on that and it will take you directly to these resources. Thank you again for listening to the latest episode of the Illinois Realtors Weekly Podcast. As always, give us a rating and a review on your podcast app of choice. And if you want any more from us, simply search for Illinois Realtors on your favorite social media app. We will see you next week.